there's this theme that I really wanted to like write a whole book about, which I wanted to call Beyond Mayo. That sounds like mayonnaise, right? Beyond Mayo. But it isn't. Mayo is Mandarin Chinese for May means not, yo means have. So don't have or haven't. But it's also an expression used for like, you can't do that, or no, or or we don't have, or you can't have. So the typical response when you're trying to get something <laughs> or be able to do something in China is mayo. And like, if you accept mayo, then... You'll never get anywhere. You'll never get anything. You won't get a job. You probably won't get paid. You probably won't get to order food. You just you just can't survive there and not get beyond mayo. So getting beyond mayo, it's like a life philosophy now of mine. It's the same idea as like if the front door is open, you go around back. So a lot of the time, you just have to plan to be persistent. You have to know that they're going to deny you and that that's just the beginning of the conversation. So I was talking to my friend just now on WhatsApp and he lived in Japan for a while and I lived in China. So I was giving him like my experiences of like, you know, learning the culture and stuff. Because if you don't, what you, even if you, even if you are, you need Chinese friends to help you a lot, like for anything important. Um, and if you always depend on them you depend on them more and more and more and it snowballs into like whereas you might be like can you ask her how i make payments on this becomes like can you get bread for me because you're getting more and more dependent on this person and you're even starting to like not be able to specify what you actually want so where you used to be like can you ask how to make payments on this? Now you're asking, like, uh, find out what what we can do in Sichuan. Like, what do you mean, what can we do? What do you want to do? I, I don't know. Just find out what we can do, like everything. Like, it gets like that. And you see people who come over and they get a girlfriend or boyfriend, like, right off the bat, and that's it. Like, they're never going to develop language skills or be able to develop any kind of, like, resolution resourcefulness to getting what they need and like every time you do that like my buddy who had like this um, music studio in the bunker i mentioned before <laughs> he was talking to somebody in the bunker hallway about he had like man pretty incredible <laughs> he paid somebody to drill holes into the ceiling and like ran his own ventilation shaft into the bunker because he was like living in that thing for a while and he told me, like, when the guy was drilling, uh, it set something off and the fire department had to come when you, they were, like, yelling at him. And I was like, man, you, you you could do that in Chinese? Like, you could, like, argue with a fire department in Chinese? And he was like, no, but now I can. <laughs> you know? And that's really, that's that's how you do it. So I was just telling my friend how, like, you know, when you don't have somebody to help you and you call like an automated number, you just go, okay, I'm going to press one and the next option, I'm going to press one and see if I get a person. And then it's like, not a person. Okay, hang up. Call back. One and then two. 
Okay, call back. And then if you can't communicate, but you might know the phrase, you might have practiced the phrase that you need, which could be um, a word, like a keyword, like I need internet service. So you learn the word for internet service. And you call and whoever picks up, you say like, I need internet service. Well, the first thing you say is like, can you speak English? And you say that in Chinese. I mean, I guess you could say it in in, in English, but I always said it in Chinese. And then they may or may not be able to transfer you to somebody. And then you go straight into the thing you want. And then they might be like, blah, 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 blah. And then you just go, I need internet service. And then they're like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I need internet service. So... That kind of technique is also how you get beyond mayo. And this is what I was saying also, which is like, you might even know that the answer is no, where you're not allowed to do something. And then you, 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 you can understand that there's just no alternative. Like, I need that thing. I mean, I don't mean it like, you know, it's a desire. It's like a need, whatever it is. Like, maybe Chinese people have other options. They can figure out how to do something a different way than you, whatever it is. Like, let's say this road is closed for, for construction, well, you don't know the other road and like you're not going to risk getting lost because you can't communicate, you know. So there's certain times where you just got to like push on and it doesn't matter what they say and you just got to repeat and repeat and repeat until they get sick and tired of it. So they might have this answer like with a word, you you know, you never heard of. If you're Chinese, if you can at least repeat words in Chinese, you can just repeat what they said and then be like, what's that mean? So... That's a technique, you know. They might be like, well, do you have a router? And then you'll just be like, what's, what does a router mean, you know? A router. They'll be like, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll be like, do you understand? And then you go, I don't understand. And then you go, I need internet service. So this is a like, this is how you survive. And, you know, finally, they'll figure out it's like their problem now. So, you know, this is true you know, for Americans in America, it's like you make somebody else have your problem. You don't let them get away with like, oh, I don't know how to fix it. It's like, well, that's cool. I'm not going away. So what if we try this? And it's like, well, I mean, you could try that, but I don't think it would work because this. You go, okay, well, did you try it? Well, no, I didn't try that. Um, So then why don't we try it? Well, it's not going to work. Well, it's not working now, so I think you should try it. Well, I'm not going to try it because it might be this. Well, did you try that? And you just like pester them. I mean, it's different when you have other options. So obviously you just push on. And this is like a daily occurrence. I mean, I have memories of walking up to people behind cash registers, like asking, like, do you have this kind of a battery? And the immediate response is like, Mayo, like, I don't even, I don't even need to look at you in the face because like, you'll go away as soon as I say Mayo, right? So... (laughs) I'll be like, I think you do, you know? And they'll be like, no. And they do this thing with their hands where it's almost like erasing a chalkboard. That's a really common body language for you can't or I don't have it or no. So, you know, they'll do that. And then I had distinctly like, this is one of probably several memories being like, it's right there. I'm looking at it, you know? It's like literally on the wall right behind you. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, it goes to show you, you know, you can't be like, ah, oh, they, they said they didn't have it, you know? So I asked, but they didn't, they didn't have it. 
if that were the case, I mean, you just never would get anywhere. There's instances where they actually can't, you know? But once it's their problem, it's like they find a way to solve it. And in a lot of situations, too, you like you get to a point and then you connect them with somebody who speaks Chinese. I'm going to branch out for a second uh, because I it just perfect example of that in America was like when I was 21, I went up to Cape Cod for like a, a weekend or something from Northern Virginia to see somebody and I was on like a really small budget, like 300 bucks. And at some point, I didn't have money in the bank anymore. I don't know if it like went to automatic payments or something. And I was in Cape Cod and I had to get back to D.C. like the next day. So my friend gave me, I feel like, 80 bucks because I looked up um, some flight out of Boston was 80 bucks if you were a student, if you could prove you were a student. So she lent me the 80 bucks and uh, maybe bought me the ferry ticket, which is like the big boat that takes you from Cape Cod to the airport. The, the, the ferry pulls up and it looks like the only way from the ferry to the airport was like a boat taxi. And I didn't see an alternative, like, unless you were taking a taxi taxi and I didn't have any money. I just had the 80 bucks. So I got on the boat taxi. I told the guy sitting across from me, like, as the boat was gone, I said, I hope this is free because I don't have any money. Thank God. <laughs> this is a good story. The guy said, well, you don't have any money? That's Man, I got you then. Like, don't worry about it. I'll cover you. So complete stranger was like, this dude's fucking broke. And he's going to have to pay money and he doesn't have money. So I'm going to cover it for him. All right. So I get into the airport and I come up to the counter and I say, I wanted this special student flight for $80. And the lady says, that's only during the week. This is the weekend. You have to pay the hundred and whatever it is. And I said, like, where does it say that it's only the weekend? She's like at the bottom. And I'm like, I don't see it, you know, and she gets the manager and it's like, well, that's your fault, you know. And I don't have any plan B and my parents are like out of town. So what do you do? You know, I need to get on that flight. I don't have anywhere to go or any money so i knew that like my my business credit card had emergency funds right they always say that so i call i call the number how did i have the number i didn't have my credit card though right so i think i must have like called 411 to get the number for like uh i don't know capital one or something and which was a guy in India, I told him, like, I'm a card holder. Here's my name. I need those emergency funds, right? I'm like, you guys have emergency funds for if you get stuck somewhere. And they were like, yes. And he's reading from the script. He's like, we have emergency funds for if you get stuck and you need a place to stay, and you don't have up to $500. And I'm like, awesome. I need that. And he'd be like, okay, sir, I just need your account number. I'd be like, I, I don't have that. That's why I'm calling. I wouldn't need to call if I had that. And he's like, oh, well, I can't help you if you don't have the account number. I said, well, how's it an emergency funds then, you know? And I hung up, and I'm, I think I got back in line. They denied me again. I went back to the payphone. I called Capital One again. And the same kind of thing, you know? He goes right into the script, and he can't help me, and I'm, like, kind of screaming at him. I'm like, if, if, if I had the number, would it be an emergency? 
Like, I'm an account holder. Fucking help me. And I'm totally frustrated. And it just, like, clicked. And here it is. Here's, here's why I bring up that whole story. It is. That's a good story, too. <laughs> I got up to the front of the counter. And I said, yeah, my bank wants to talk to you. So uh, I asked to use their phone. And over their phone, this is good before cell phones were predominantly used, I call the credit card company, which I think is probably even like the lost or stolen credit card number. Maybe not, but I get one of those Indian guys on the phone, and I start to talk to him. I go, yeah, I need my emergency funds. He goes, what's your account number? I don't have it. That's why I need it. Well, sir, we need that, but we do have emergency funds. You just need to give us your account number. And I go, Okay, hold on a second. And I go, you know, like, ma'am, they would like to talk to you. <laughs> I gave her the phone. And she's busy, man. There's like a long line of customers and stuff. And she's like, hello? And she's like, okay. Uh, uh, you know, she's struggling like I was. And I don't know how long it was, a minute, two minutes in. She gives me the phone back or hangs up, can't remember, and, and says, okay, listen. I have a, a child too, and if he was stuck somewhere, I'd want him to get home. I'm going to give you this ticket price this one time, okay? Just this once, you'll never get it again, and you're going you're gonna to get home safe. I mean, how about that? I mean, you ever even heard of somebody being able to get something like that? Got the plane ticket. I was on the airline, like, and here's the thing. I could end the story there because that is the key part, but it's too good of a story. <laughs> I'm in the airplane, or on the airplane. It's going to land in BWI. That's Baltimore. I live in Virginia, okay? I don't have any money now. That was my 80 bucks. I mean, this is a miraculous story because I use like five modes of transportation without money. So I did end up in uh, Baltimore Airport, and I was walking up and down the hallways looking for lost change. And there wasn't any. It's like funny, you know, you see quarters and stuff when you don't need them. And then when you need them, you can't find one. So uh, I had a dollar. I don't know if I, yeah, I had one dollar. That's right. And uh, I thought, I thought I could get on with a dollar. I got on the bus and I put a dollar in and I started to sit down and the guy said, it's two fifty, And I said, I, I I thought it's a dollar. He said, "No, it's two fifty. I said, "Why don't? Can I have my dollar back?" And he just looks at me like, Are "You serious? You don't have a dollar fifty? You know?" He had that look, and he was like, "Just get on, man," because I was ready to like ask some people on the bus if I could have a dollar fifty. I mean, what what are you what are you going to do? You know? And it's late now. I, I'm I know I branched way off, but it's a good story, man. <laughs> That bus took me to the subway where I also didn't have money, and it was the last trains arriving because it was going to close in a half hour, and there was nobody in sight, and it was me and the lady behind the door. This is beyond mayo, though, so it's on point in that aspect. In other words, it's not just a Chinese principle. And I said, you know, I, I need to get on that subway to get home, and I don't have any money. I have some CDs. I had one bag with me, like a tiny bag, like a shopping bag, less than a shopping bag. And I had like 10 CDs in it. I don't fucking know why. Why the hell did I have 10? Maybe I was bringing my CDs to people. I don't know. I said, could I sell you one of these for $3? She's like, no. And then so I'm just sitting. 
on the floor, like looking at her. <laughs> and uh, she called me, waved me over, and she said, if, if you go out into the parking lot and look in the trash cans, you might find an all-day ticket fare. So I go out, and I'm looking through the trash cans. I'm not finding anything. One of the buses is like pulled over waiting for people to get on. And I go up to the driver and I guess I told him I was looking for tickets. And he said, well, yeah, I think he was like resting outside the bus, eating his yogurt or something. Saw me doing that. And he goes, check on the bus. Sometimes they fall out and they're on the seats and stuff. So then I go through all the seats in the bus. Still didn't find anything. And I'm going back into the station. There's no people because it's almost the end of the day. I'm sitting on the floor, and over the loudspeaker, I hear, sir. And then I come up to the window, and she had printed me a ticket, and it was on the other side of the, you know, where I could get it. I was just so grateful. Thank you. So took that all the way. It was like another hour to get back to close to my house. Pretty exhausted. And I got in a taxi with other people. And my plan was once he drops me at home, I'm going to be like, oh, shoot, you know, didn't, I'm short. And running and go through my couches at my parents' house to see if I could, you know, scrape up the money in quarters and stuff. And uh, I came in and I found, and there's like a change basket and I got like a buck. I think I, I got like six bucks and I think I owed like eight. And I gave the guy like six, something like that. Maybe it was less than that because it was a shared taxi ride. And I felt really bad about it. And the driver looked at me and goes, it's okay, man. A dollar never hurt no one. Something like that. And I got home, man. And I got home at like one in the morning and had to go to work at like 5.30 a.m. Anyway, that's a great example beyond mayo. When there's no way, there's still a way, man. Um, and that principle just goes my whole experience in China, if there's like one takeaway, it's beyond mayo. I mean, even like moving to China, making friends, finding work, finding an apartment, all of that stuff. Like when you didn't have anybody on the ground to help you, that the just arriving there, the, the whole situation was beyond mayo. And then in, if you just look at Shanghai... I don't know if I'm including Shenzhen or not, but yeah, that's, yeah, just Shanghai. I got 13 visas for myself. You know, what do I know about visas? What did I know about visas? The whole thing, making like trips, running to Hong Kong, running to Macau, running to Japan, running to Taiwan to reset the visa. You know, there's just always a way like for people who stay in America, who kind of daydream about living in other countries like there's a way you know people say like oh like it's killing me that i can't live in it's like you can we're the same people who like complain you know america's like become this terrible place you know we should be more like this country it's like you don't have to live here if you're an american you can live anywhere you don't need a whole lot of money to do it either i mean i touched down in in china and found out Within my like second trip to China, I looked into like what kind of jobs I could have, and teaching was like right off the bat. So, like, there's there's a way. You just gotta find it. And uh, China's a, probably easier in that sense than other places because there's there's always work if you can speak English. Uh, so beyond Mayo, man, like 
what it is, what's your thing that is the answer is no, and that's why you're not doing it. If it's money, you know, you sometimes, I think Tony Robbins says, like, it's not that you don't have the resources, it's that you don't have the resourcefulness. And really, like, that's, if there's anything that that experience in China was for me, it was resourcefulness and getting beyond mayo. So whatever that is for you, think about it. Did you really try everything? Did you did you try to be tricky about it? Or did you just go to the front door and ask them to let you in? Thank you.